RC Davis for the final edition of London Calling with Warriors TV announcer Bob Fitzgerald. Looks like we got the matchup I think everyone was looking for on the men's basketball side with the Gasol brothers of Spain after they beat Russia behind Jose Calderon of the Raptors' 14 or 12 second half points. And then, of course, Team USA beating Argentina for the third time in 20 days. Fitz, how's it going? Uh, going good. Getting ready for the uh, Team USA women's gold medal game and then obviously the men uh, coming up on Sunday. So couple gold medal games over the weekend. Don't get any better than that. Women will take on France. What's the matchup we want to look for there? Well, France has this point guard named Celine Demerck, who is like the left-handed Steve Nash. And she's, been, uh, she's going to get the most outstanding player of the Olympic tournament. You know, it's averaging 15 points a game, shooting 59% from the field and 58% on threes. So she's really been something else. And France is 7-0 and and has won two overtime games and four games by – Less than four points. They've had this magical run. And I, I just like their coach. Um, you know, Pierre Vincent's like, you know, hey, how are you going to get ready for the United States? They've won 40 in a row, and they're looking for their fifth straight gold medal on the women's side. He says, we're just going to party. We, <laughs> they've never won a medal before. It's only their second Olympic Games for the French women. So they're ready to roll, but uh, I, I just like his attitude. He's, uh, he's pretty, you know, pretty cool cat. And nothing seems to bother him. And, you know, it should be. Uh, a decent matchup, but the United States women are just a steamroller, so I would expect them to keep this uh, unprecedented streak alive. What's it been like to work with Ann Myers now that we kind of wrap up your Olympic experience? Pretty incredible because, you know, not only is she in the Hall of Fame, she was a great point guard at UCLA. She was on the first uh, women's silver medal team in 1976. That was the first year women's basketball was in the Olympics. She was married to Don Drysdale, uh, did great on the Superstars, that show on ABC back in the 70s. And then was, was really the only woman ever invited to an NBA tryout. You know, she tried out for the Indiana Pacers, you know, which was a major deal then. So uh, just incredible in terms of the information regarding women's basketball. Terrific person. And uh, it's been really, really fun sitting alongside her and just trying not to screw up and stay out of the way. <laughs> and uh, quickly back to the men's side with that win over Argentina, third time in 20 days. They used the three ball to beat Argentina. Yeah, I mean, the three-point shooting for the United States in this tournament has been ridiculous. You know, in previous years, it have been 31% in Athens and 36 37% in Beijing. And now, now they're shooting almost, you know, four, I think it's 44 45% on threes. And they've had over 40 attempts in three different games. You know, the Nigeria game where they made 29 out of 46 threes. But... They, they, it's just a barrage, and, and it can be Kevin Durant, it can be Carmelo Anthony, it can be Kobe. I mean, Durant's shooting 56% on three, so that line at 22 feet, an inch and three quarters, it's not the 23-9 line in the NBA, but it's a big part of who these guys are. So they play the defense, LeBron moves the ball up the floor, and they draw and kick, and these guys rain threes, and uh, there's no team in the, in the world that can deal with that firepower at 117 points a game, so you know, for Spain, that's going to be their big thing. Can they make threes, too? So that line, one way or the other, is going to really have an impact on Sunday's gold medal game. Speaking of that line, when you said Durant shot it from Wales, I almost fell off my couch. <laughs> yeah, well, you see where that line is, and then you see he was so hot that he basically caught it, you know, essentially in the parking lot and turned and threw it up. I mean, it was ridiculous. So um, we've seen a, seen a few of those where, you know, heat check doesn't even begin to talk about guys going crazy because 14 times in this tournament they've played think about it now 28 quarters of basketball 14 times a guy has gone for 10 or more points in one quarter and it's multiple guys for the united states so 
you know, they, they end up beating Argentina. Kobe in the first quarter goes for 13, Durant goes for 12, and then Carmelo goes for 12 in the third and fourth. And so that firepower, that depth, that versatility, the Team USA just comes at you in waves. It's kind of fun to watch. I imagine Spain won't be doing much flopping today. I don't know. I mean, you know, the, it, Spain is, is a team that the United States beat in Beijing by 37 and then barely held on to beat them by 11 in the gold medal game. It was a four-point game in the last couple minutes, and Kobe Bryant hit a three and was fouled, and that was the play Rudy Fernandez fouled out on. That four-point play was needed. Kobe had 20 in that game. Dwayne Wade had 27. But Spain and the United States, they had 56 fouls or something in a 40-minute game in yeah. that game. So the international officiating, you know, the flopping, the bouncing, and falling down and all that stuff, that, that's a big part of how they play. And maybe the foul line, foul trouble, and other things like that, the one way to try to derail the United States. How much talk has there been about the Dwight Howard trade to the Lakers, Andre Iguodala um, team, of Team USA involved in that trade? Uh, a ton of talk, you know, because Doc Rivers is here. Obviously, Doug Collins, my partner, is here. P.J. Carlissimo is here. Um, there's a lot of there's some NBA owners that are here. There's been a lot of conversation regarding this trade, and you know Kobe and Pau Gasol are on the Lakers. Iguodala's moving to Denver. Um, you know it's just it's a seismic move in the NBA with four teams involved, and so everybody who follows the league and loves the league has an angle on it and a thought. And Howard Nash and and Kobe and Pau Gasol and Dwight Howard are going to play together. Andrew Bynum, Jason Richardson going to Philly now. Where they also have Drew Holiday, and they got Spencer Hawes, and they've got Darrell Wright from the Warriors, and signed Nick Young. Um, so how's Philadelphia going to look? You know, Orlando, total kind of rebuild mode. You know, waiting on those draft picks and things like that. But then Iguodala and that George Carl system. You know, getting up and down and, and kind of I think fitting his game. So just a lot of when you see something that seismic move things, there's a lot of ripples afterwards with all the other teams. As we leave the hardwood for a second, Jordan Burroughs of the USA wins Olympic gold in wrestling. The U.S. women in the 4x100 set the world record. And diving has been captivating as well. There's been a lot going on this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, to me, I was fortunate enough to, to be kind of at the finish line and watch Usain Bolt run the 200 and um, watch that right next to Carl Lewis, you know, which was, uh, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. And so you get out to the track, that the women's 4x100, uh, I saw their qualifying heats. Uh, I had a game when they were running for the, the gold medal. Just ridiculous, the speed. And so I think that, you know, and then the decathlon, I was there for that night to see the United States go gold, silver. So it, it's there's a lot going on all the time, and, and you just get that sense that you're seeing history and things that kind of get etched in, in your mind. I mean, Phelps and Bolts and being there to see some of that, you know, the, the excellence on the hardwoods so far in basketball. We'll see what happens this weekend as far as keeping the medal streaks alive and it's just a fun thing. I mean, 16 days with an awful lot of games and an awful lot of uh, events and history and all this stuff, you know, being compressed into those 16 days. But that's what makes the Olympics so special. If you could sum up the 30th Olympiad there in London for us, you got to work with some incredible analysts. You've got to see your family come out and visit you because it's so close in London. Just kind of sum up this experience for you. Well, I think that the first thing with the Olympics is that everybody who is at the top of their game gets to be here. That's the 10,000 athletes from 200 countries. But even just the production from NBC standpoint, the best camera people, the best audio people, uh, the best replay people, the best producers, the best directors. I mean, you get to work with people 
that really know how special it is that you're marking history that these are our games and videos and all this live streaming over 5000 hours of programming produced by NBC you know that you're part of that and and so you take that responsibility very seriously so you've got you know in my case I had 27 basketball games in 16 days I had 20 in the first 10 days and then seven games as the tournament kind of winnowed down it's a lot of work it's a lot of preparation it's the backgrounds of all the players going to practices wanting to know all the women's side which is a huge work on my end it's women's basketball internationally is not something I follow because I do the NBA so um, I, I'm just really really fortunate to have had the experience and been around people. And then you never get over the oddities. You know, John McEnroe has sat at our broadcast table. You're having breakfast, and there's Apollo Ono or Bella Caroli or Al Michaels or Bob Costas or Al Roker or Matt Lauer, um, Dan Patrick, and, you know, just interesting sports conversations, interesting, hey, is that Ryan Seacrest? It's just there's a lot to it that's a lot of fun. And, you know, you get that buzz that you're somewhere special. You know, you're, you're at the Olympic Games, and just for, for 16, 17 days, it's kind of the spot to be. So I think that's kind of what I take away from it. It's my fourth Olympics, and it's been just incredible. Well, thanks for your time the last couple weeks while you are across the pond there, Fitz, and thanks for coming on Warriors.com. Well, the Olympics getting over just means it's time to focus on the Warriors season. So <laughs> let's, I'm, I'm anxious to do that. I look at our roster and can't wait for the fall and, and for the Warrior games to get rolling and sit next to Jim Barnett and travel around with Tim Roy and stuff. That's really going to be a great time and, and hopefully a great season for the Warriors. We'll have a good call later today, and we'll see you soon. All right, RC. Medal count USA leads with 95 total medals, China at 82, and Russia with 66. He's Bob Fitzgerald. I'm RC Davis for Warriors.com.